to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I am joined this afternoon by a uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, she makes R&B pop music. Um, she's got a new single out. It's called uh, Be Without Me. It dropped in January. She also drops an EP called Last Summer that came out last summer. Uh, <laughs> And I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, artistry, why she does what she does. Thank you very much, Tay Mystique, for joining me today. And thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I actually love your podcast. <laughs> You're so welcome, and I'm glad you could be a part of it. Um, I've wanted to talk to you for a while, so I'm glad we could finally do it. Um, oh, yeah. Same. To start, uh, how are you? How is your day going? I am good. I'm actually great. It's super nice out and I'm one of those people. I'm okay with the winter, but when it starts to get hot outside and everything gets to move in, I get really excited. I get real happy. I'm like a sun person all day long. Oh <laughs> yeah. Same. I, uh, I could do without the allergies. Like, I haven't sneezing up a fucking storm this week, mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> But yes, I can't wait to wear my slides and walk around the parks and have my headphones in and yeah, just enjoy all the heat. Yeah, well, thanks for saying something because you actually reminded me because I have allergies too. I might want to go and take care of those <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not like sneezing and getting eye drops and every two yeah. hours. <laughs> it sucks, it's terrible. And I didn't even like grow up with allergies like mm -hmm. I grew into them and yeah. yeah like the last like five years or so I just like this time of year I get my eyes start itching I sneeze like crazy um I'm just a whole mess uh you got to be careful walking close to me because I might my droplets are going everywhere it's not good oh um, yeah thanks for the warning <laughs> yeah, right. luckily they only last for a couple weeks though so oh yeah that's not bad if it's only a couple of weeks and normally could last like a couple of months. So yeah, it's a damn pollen. Fucking pollen. It is. It's everywhere. Literally, you can't get away from it. Yeah, I know. And it's rude. I feel disrespected by the pollen. <laughs> <laughs> every day. Every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, Tay Mystique, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so uh, I got wind of you um, at some point in the last couple of years, you know, I write for Breaking and Entering, uh, the music blog, and uh, we, we've covered uh, your music on the site when it dropped, and um, I really enjoyed it, thought it was uh, very sensual and very textural, and uh, I am looking forward to hearing more about your process and everything you're working on now. But before we do that, uh, let's take it back a little bit. So first and foremost, are you born and raised in Milwaukee? No, um, I'm in Milwaukee a lot, but I'm actually born and raised in Racine, which is right next to Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. A little, a little down the street a little bit. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> really love the music scene in Milwaukee though like I love my city but the music scene in Milwaukee really helped a lot um you know with my creativity moving forward as like a young adult artist you know <laughs> for sure 
for a while. So it helped me grow a lot. Cool. So, so you grew up in Racine? Yes. Okay, cool. Sure. So um, I guess I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, what you grew up listening to. What did you have playing in the house? Yeah, like what role did music play in your life when you were younger? So music was one of those things that like I didn't realize I loved until my mom put like um, a light on it a little more because she would notice that like you know growing up when they would play music like Anita Baker she's super huge for me I love her um, when Aaliyah came out I loved her Beyonce you know like those and Alicia Keys especially when they would play those I was just always trying to sing it um, I'd be real real quiet because I was real shy in the back of the car my mom would be like Shh, just listen to her listen to her she's trying to sing it she's trying to sing it and um, it's really just, you know, whatever my family liked, I just took to it and didn't know why. And it was kind of like, as the years went on, I started doing stuff on my own. Like I found a little little organ um, in the basement of my, of my grandma's house. And wow. I started trying to learn how to play it. And like, from there, my mom was like, okay, no, we got to get her in music because she's trying to do too much by herself. So I need to help push her some more. <laughs> right on. Awesome. Uh, man, you found an organ in the basement. Was it a spooky organ or was it like a pretty, uh, you know, uh, maintained organ? It was a really small one. Like, you know how, like, you go in grandma's houses and they have, like, a bunch of antique stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's kind of spooky. Um, okay. well, it's but kind it's, of spooky. Yeah, yeah but, but, but it's, like, a really elegant spooky, you know? It's, there's, a lot of, you, there's a lot of lore in all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, and I just was like, I thought it was the coolest thing, but I know I annoyed the heck out of them because all you hear was on downstairs. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was so determined to try to learn it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's cool that you know you had that ambition from a young age. Um sure. So where would it go from there? Uh when like uh did you just keep playing? So I started to get into like piano lessons because for one, I was a huge fan of Alicia Keys when she first came out. Like I still am, but back then, like when I seen her do it, it made me want to do it. And yeah. I really only did lessons for a little bit. I could my concentration as a child was just not stay, staying with me. So um, I stopped doing piano, and then I started singing a lot more. Um, I would be in all the little school plays and productions that would go on. And um, I started doing shows and really everything that started to come up, my name was just attached to it now. And I'm like, yeah, well, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna sing at church. We're gonna sing everywhere that we could possibly sing. Started doing the Star Spangled Banner at a bunch of basketball games and football games and ended up really being fun to the point where like, around what about 14 15 um there were even other people that started to notice me and I started to get into the industry part of it a little bit yeah, more sure. which it kind of just stumbled upon me like I wasn't actually looking for it I was actually rehearsing for a I think like a different show and um there was another um person that was there I guess wherever um 
building I was in practicing for music and they were like hey you should um you know start thinking about getting in the industry a little bit more getting your feet wet and um I ended up signing to like a local label in Racine and once I signed there I started to really like see what it was like it wasn't just basketball <laughs> and football games anymore now it started turning into learning how to songwrite learning how to actually perform learning how to to dance and um you know meeting other people in the industry that do what we thought was only possible on tv and i did that for about probably about seven years where I was doing that and recording in the studio. And um, once that, you know, had ended, I stopped music for a little while because I was a little bit heartbroken. You know, like you kind of, you get a taste of something and then you don't have it anymore. And I was just like, well, maybe it's not for me. You know, maybe I should just stop for a little bit, you know, just- It was a fun run, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. And then I, um, I don't know, something happened to where like I was working every day, working every day. And it just kept calling me again. It just kept calling me. I was like, all right, maybe I'll try it again. I mean, it's just me by myself, but I kind of know a little bit. And from there, it just, it really just took off. Like I started going to looking up studios and the only studios that were there at the time were in Milwaukee. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. We got it. Yep. We got what you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so going to, but I've been to so many different studios in Milwaukee. It's crazy. But with that process, I've met so many great people. Like I haven't been to a studio that I didn't like, like everybody was so willing to help and, you know, even gave me other people to network with like hey this person is around your age and they're doing the music thing too maybe you should talk to them and I started to really love it like I started literally running my I think I probably ran down about two or three cars over the years just driving back and forth from Racine to Milwaukee and yeah like I just stuck with it <laughs> And finally released last summer. Right on. Where, so where'd you uh, end up doing that one? Where'd you record it? So a majority of it, well, half of it was actually in my cousin's living room. Mm. <laughs> and then the other half was in, it was the Cultured Sections studio. Okay. Yeah, it was really, really nice. <laughs> so Cool. I don't think I've been to that one, but. Mm -hmm. uh, that's dope i mean hey cousins living room that, ca that counts you know it's mm -hmm. studios can uh, uh occur um just about anywhere uh you want to put it so we're able to like create a really grand presentation um with the whole ep um which is awesome and that's that's kind of the cool thing is like you can do such cool shit with not that much did you make it did you end up releasing any music while you were like in high school or still in Racine? Um, I did, but it wasn't under my name. It was, it was under my old label's name. So I'll have to like go back and get that information, but it's definitely not Tame Mystique anymore. Like I didn't even have like 
Tay Mystique at that time when we were young. So I have to go back and find it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No, no worries at all. Just curious. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's a lot to stumble into at 14, 15, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It introduces you to a way faster life than you're used to. So, you know, you go to school, then, you know, I used to do like cheerleading. So I go to school, then I go and songwrite. And then right after that, I go to cheerleading. Right after cheerleading, then I go and have to do my homework. And I'd be up all hours of the night trying to finish it. And it was like literally an everyday thing. And then every single weekend we were going to shows. And so it was really like preparing me for that life. You know, it was really a test of, do I really want to do this for my entire yeah. life? Like it's a lot to do. And at that point, I was only doing the creative part. Right now, <laughs> now it's trying to add the business in with the creative part. And it's a completely different ballgame now. It's so different. Like you never really know how much is done on that side until you have to do it yourself or until you meet other people and, you know, you start to build that team and, you know, try to move forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like the branding side, the marketing side, um, connecting with the right people in the industry that can help you with this resource or that. Like, you know, it all starts kind of fun and games and it just comes as, a, as an outlet for your creative expression. You can never lose sight of that, but adding, turning it into, you know, something that um, like is lucrative and something that you monetize. Yeah, like that is... A really hard part that I think a lot of people it's what sets a lot of people back from like really fully pursuing it but it's cool that you know you got that uh some of that exposure from like earlier than most people do it seems um and it, yeah it sounds like you were a real busy body uh <laughs> in high school I mean shit like after high school I remember like I took naps after like every day of school like I was just so fucking tired like the fact that you're able to like, you know, go to cheerleading and then do your homework and also like, you know, go to studios. And so like at that age, you don't even really realize like how much energy you have. Now, when you start to get into your 20s, your 30s and so on, then you realize, OK, I had way more energy back then <laughs> than I do right now. So it made sense for back then. But trying to do it now and now actually having like a job like. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different now like right. it will be a lot of those days where like you want to take those naps you really want to take those naps but you can't because now you got to work out <laughs> you know like there's so much more added to it you need more of this <laughs> you know <laughs> definitely more of that <laughs> how so when we're talking about um last summer um, so I guess like how many years in the making was this thing? Like how, like, I'd love to hear more about just like the whole process that would ultimately like where it would all come to be. Mm -hmm. So it really started in like the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, when I really was like, okay, I'm recording this music. I'm, I'm writing everything. Like I should probably put something out but since it was done for me before I had no idea what I was doing like I just knew how to make music and that was it and 
I had, you know, I had it to where like I was literally just sending people my music like, hey, how does it sound? Do you like it? Does it sound good? Like I just really needed feedback on like if I should put it out and if I put it out, how many songs should I put out? Like I really like tried to really over prepare for it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like I started to get into this like perfection mode where like I was sitting on it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um and I didn't release it I just kept sitting on it like what do I do with it what do I do with it like should I get with the team to release it should I release it by myself and um it probably took about I think it took about two years for me to actually release it um and even then I didn't really like release it on my own um I actually got help so while I was um, out here in Milwaukee, I was going to studio sessions and meeting a whole bunch of people. Um, I actually met a producer. Um, his name is Johnny Innuendo. Shout out to him. He's awesome. And he heard my music and was like, you really need to get this out. And I'm like, yeah, but how? And he's like, oh, well, I'll show you how. And he helped me put it out like help me like with the the picture on the beat in the front of it like what songs to do and everything because I was terrified I was so terrified because it's easier like when you're younger you know you have like people to be like kind of hold your hand and be like oh yeah this is what you should do this is what you should right. do and I didn't it's have okay. you do it when you're ready <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I knew like you know now like time doesn't wait for anybody and I knew I was like okay eventually this is gonna have to go out because I can't just sit here and wait for perfection you know it has to go out and so when it did it was a complete sigh of relief for me because I'm like okay now I can you know let people listen to it see how they like it um and start to grow from there like what's gonna be my next thing after this you know it started moving from perfection to progression yeah yeah i like that um because yeah like when you're an artist when you're creative it's very very hard to like be fully satisfied you know like you are because you're just constantly thirsty for possibility and uh, i've definitely experienced that too like um but after a while you just kind of have to like this is about as good as it's getting like anything that's still left like lingering you can always do next time on the next thing you work on you know so yeah and the biggest thing that I had to realize was that it was okay not to be perfect because there was no such thing and I also had to realize that people are watching you know whenever you put something out people are going to look at you and it's a good thing for you to put whatever you have out because um how do I explain it um you like to go back and see where you grew at so yeah. like now I can go back and listen to that and be like I really like that and then the next song you put out you like that production might be a little bit better those vocals might be a little bit better I remember when I went from this to that you know what I mean like you really get to mark your progress in life and it helps you keep going because now I can always go back and listen to my very first project and be like yeah this reminds me of like why I keep going because I wasn't afraid to like you know <laughs> and you look objectively at it at like what you've been doing right this whole time you know 
or what you might have not realized like you know might have needed work at the time but you know that's but that's kind of like the beauty of being an artist is like you get to you know your, your sound matures and it evolves and um you know i think uh every artist you know has to get confronted with that at some point but it doesn't make what you did early like before any less valid just where you were at at the time you know mm-hmm. yeah you start to have a little bit more of like a love for it like it reminds you of your love for it it's your baby you know it's, <laughs> it's your little baby yeah that's exactly how I see it like exactly that voice in your head is the same one that I have in in mine (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so let's talk about the songs um on last summer so uh, I'd love to just hear a little bit about what each song entails like kind of what you were going for with each one um so starting with let it go tell me about the song so let it go was actually I remember this it was actually the song that like I had wrote and it was the first one I actually started to like I was like you know what I'm not too bad of a songwriter like I had written a bunch of songs and I'm like no we're just we're gonna scrap those we're gonna scrap those but when it came to let it go I was like hmm I could actually write about something that I'm going through and it actually sounds good um (laughs) so with that one it was just you know I wanted to tell a story you know basically of like what it feels like to kind of be a little bit low and um you're fighting with the inner parts of yourself um you know it goes I can't do this no more I can't figure it out and then there's like a stronger voice that's like get yourself together girl you know where it's like yeah you could be going through things but there's always that something that voice inside of you that's like you can keep going you can progress yes you went through a bad a bad situation but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel but even when you get to that light you have to let it go you have to take it as an experience and really learn from it and be okay with it because just because you go through something doesn't mean it's like the worst mistake of your life like it's okay to keep going and be like you know what I'm actually kind of grateful for that because if I didn't go through it I wouldn't know what I know now yeah right exactly um heard something recently that um losses aren't failures they're only lessons something like that you know and that 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 hits different especially as like you fall more and more in love with yourself and you forget you learn to forgive yourself you know for past shit you know it's important and then the second song is uh high um tell me about high So high was another one of those ones where like, I finally felt like I was able to write about my experiences. And of course, like, like I was kind of dating a little bit, just a little bit. So when I found out like, okay, I kind of might like this person a little bit, I'm going to write about it. Like, <laughs> just about the excitement of like young love and like new love, new love, whatever, <laughs> what you think it is. And um, it was literally, I remember it was in the middle of the summertime 
and I was just so happy all the time like I just was like hi you know um just off of um like their energy and I just decided to write about it you know like yeah you can write about heartbreak all the time but what about the good stuff like you're always gonna be some good stuff you know oh yeah right I feel that too you know it's like that sort of just that like we feel all giddy about mm -hmm. this this new person you're talking to and you're like just so <laughs> stoked on like having someone you feel like gets you is on your level you know there's a real euphoria with that yep I just thought it was so cute like now again like the whole being your baby thing I'm like oh, it was cute I liked it <laughs> <laughs> hey that is that is adorable everyone deserves that you know mm -hmm. tell me about fallen so fallen was more about the back and forth between you and somebody um how like while you're in the middle of it it's like there's good times there's bad times but like you kind of keep falling for them and you may not know why but it's just like I like it here like you know you really start to understand like what an actual relationship is you really come to the realization of it's not always going to be happy like yeah it's going to be great times but you know, there's going to be some times where while you're learning each other, you're going to fall short. It, it just is what it is, you know, right. and even in those times, like, do you still care about that person? Are you still going to move forward, you know, um, even through all the arguments and, you know, things of that nature. So that that's what that one's about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's something that's keeping you glued together. Mm -hmm. um something like and you know any uh any disconnects there are you work through them because like you care you know because you want this to work out and that they're worth all the trials and tribulations along the way and then last but not least hope hope was probably my favorite for a while um probably because that one had nothing to do with anyone else except for me like i had talked about my relationship with you know other people but this one really more talked about like the relationship with myself and um how i felt my life was going um at that point in time when i wrote that song i remember i was in this weird back and forth of okay Am I going to just, you know, live the life that is laid out for me? Or am I going to go the extra mile and really fight for myself? Am I going to fight for what I love to do, what I want to do? Because, you know, transitioning into adulthood, you're really just learning and unlearning a bunch of stuff. It's just like on a constant loop of, okay, that might have been true when I was this age, but now that I'm this age, I can rewrite yeah. this story. But it's a hard transition. It's really not, you know, easy. And I'm pretty sure we, you know, we, we've all been through it time and time again. And that that's really what it was about. It's just me having hope for my life, you know, because at that point in time, I felt like I was going through a rebirth. You know, I had 
really found like you know myself as a person and Tim Mystique as an artist and once I really found that I was like okay I'm gonna make the decision to run with it I'm gonna go I'm, we're, we're gonna go with this so yeah that's what hope is about it's Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right on. It's uh, the feeling so rejuvenated um, through, you know, through growth and and accepting the past, but just like keeping it forward. You know, keeping your eyes on the prize, especially like getting into our twenties. Like we have to do that for ourselves because we are going through a lot of transitionary phases, like mm-hmm. where we're not kids anymore. You know, like we're not, uh, we can't just fuck around all the time. Like we have responsibilities. We got bills to pay. Some of us have mouths to feed. Um, You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, uh, yeah. And it's just stuff that like can, can hit you uh, like a ton of bricks. uh, If you're, you know, if you're not prepared for it, but it's all good stuff. Uh, There's a lot of, uh, personal themes about both like external love, but also internal love for sure mm-hmm. on the EP. Um, why'd you choose to call it last summer? Um, probably because I literally went through all of that in like one summer. It was a crazy summer for me. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm a huge fan of the summer. I love the summer. I feel like I get a majority of my experiences in the summer. Just because, like I said, I am, I'm a Mayflower. Definitely. Are you on the beach a lot? Yes, I'm a beach person. I'm a water person. I'm a nature person. Like, that is just me all day. That's where I have my most fun, my most experiences. And, you know, just, it's when I'm at my best. And sometimes at my worst. But I'm experiencing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes we're up to no good in the summer. But... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, right yes agreed sometimes i'm fine just sitting in the inside in the ac the summer is the best I, I i can't i'm super excited for this summer especially now that like you know the vaccines have been rolling out and like people are gonna things are gonna start opening up more again like mm-hmm. I, i'm excited for it where did you so i i should have asked you earlier um where did tame mystique come from So as um, I was looking for like different like names, cause you know, I felt like, okay, I've been in it enough where I'm like, you know, I can kind of be creative with my name as well. Um, I had noticed that when I would like be around, there was always this like, like energy of mystiqueness that I didn't know that I had at first until other people started to point it out to me. Like I started getting a lot of questions and hear a lot of people say like, who is that? Where is she from? What does she do? How does she sound? Like we, you know, <laughs> like yeah. she just kind of came out of nowhere. We don't really know a whole lot about her, but we like her music and she's pretty cool. So. <laughs> that's where the whole um you know Tay Mystique came from so yeah that's how that happened oh yeah it's like we don't know what it we don't know quite what it is about her but uh but we want it we want her around we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep her around for sure 
we're sort of like people really got to like pay attention to you and like hear what you have to say in order to like really know what you're about you know like you strike me as somebody like are you um more of like uh are you more introverted or 100 percent, i am like i'll go out and do what i gotta do but i am so like <laughs> i am quiet as a mouse sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, like I'm just having a great time and I just may not talk for a little bit, but I'm just loving the energy. So. Yeah, I we don't have to be talking all the time. You know, I like mm-hmm. I hate motherfuckers that just talk and talk and talk like I just yeah, I, sometimes I have just there's nothing has to be said. We can just sit there and uh, chill, you know. Um, yeah, I I feel strongly about that. Um yeah, but that's I observe cool. a lot. That's why. Like I love to just like I'm okay with taking it all in. Like yeah. with any situation, wherever I'm at. Like I love to be like, oh, okay, who's that? What are they doing? Okay, they're cool. Oh, that's a nice conversation. Like right. I'm having dialogue in my head. It's just not coming out for real. Right. You ever yeah, you ever like unintentionally hear like an entire like conversation that does not involve you at all? And it's probably some shit that, like, you know, no one else is supposed to hear, but you just happen to hear the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, if you ever say something, somebody will look and be like, how did you know that? And you're like, I mean, I didn't intentionally mean to know. I just I just happened to know. Because I've been sitting here this whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, for real. Uh, tell me about uh, so your most recent song, "Be Without Me." Uh, hey, you dropped this one uh, just past New Year's. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we'd love to hear about uh, this song. So you know, as we could hear, that one was a breakup song. <laughs> yeah, and um, that one kind of came out like you know how people you ever I don't know if you ever seen the movie, but they call it like word vomit. Oh that, yeah for me was like word vomit because I had just felt so strongly about my breakup at that time that it was just like this song just started to spill it just started to spill and I really didn't even pay attention to it until after it was written it was one of those weird creative things where like the song really just it wrote itself because I was writing from pure emotion you know like I didn't have to think about it too much but that song actually just it made me more grateful for what I had been through because I was like you know if that never would have happened this song might not be here (laughs) and you're right yeah because you already know like there's plenty other people who have had so much to say like yet nothing to say at all after breakups Mm -hmm. and like that word vomit just sort of like teetering you know like if the wrong thing like you know pulls it out of you you know you can say some shit that uh you know you you can't really take back yeah right and I really like I use my music as well as like my therapy so like I may not know how to talk about it or who to talk about it with but 
I just have I just feel like I have a really good relationship with my paper with my pen you know and sometimes with the notes in my phone like that's that's how I get it out that's how I really get to even be honest with myself about how I'm feeling because you know like you said being an introvert you can really hold some stuff in and just be like well I don't want to talk about it but that pen will make you talk about it even if you didn't want to talk about it yeah yeah and then like people act all shocked they're like holy shit like you like you're talking this shit like yeah (laughs) aren't always safe say shit but when i do yep (laughs) that's how i'm feeling (laughs) right right yeah for sure um yeah so um prior to covid um were you uh were you doing much uh performing like were you out on the scene much Yes, I had just actually started to do a lot more performing. Um, a couple things in Milwaukee I had performed at, or even things I was trying to perform at. Um, ooh, I can't think of all of them at the moment, but when they come to my head, I will <laughs> give the exact names. But I know I did a couple R&B nights. There were like what are the they're like the street performances where the whole entire street is blocked off and then like there's like stages in the middle of them the block parties yeah those great because there was so many different people there there's food like the music's rocking like that's the type of stuff I like to perform at you know where it's just like the energy is great so yeah I started to perform a lot um so then it was kind of hard because when COVID did happen I felt like I was just getting in the groove of it like I had just got done you know like putting out my songs and you know <laughs> no more performing I was like okay it's time to reroute I guess right right like the whole your whole plan just gets derailed you know mm-hmm. uh like it did for all of us. And uh, we've all kind of just had to put the pieces back together how, however we can. Um, um, did you do anything like virtual or anything or? I did not do anything virtual. Um, what I was more focused on when COVID happened was really like making a plan of, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, like, yeah, I can perform and all that, you know, and just wait for that to happen. But what am I going to do next? You know, how how am I going to really take my music to the next level? Um, What should I do? So I started focusing on the business side a little bit more and um, actually started M&I Sounds, which is a label. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'd love to hear more. Yeah, so started M and I Sounds. Um, actually, uh, me and Johnny Innuendo, which, like I said, does like a majority of my music now, which is pretty awesome. And it was one of those things where it was like, when you have people that have the same mindset as you, it's really great to put like good minds together and then start to build a team around that. You know. Um, it just it just makes life a lot easier that yeah. way. So yeah, we're still getting things together with that. <laughs> Do you have any artists yet, or uh, is it still kind of you're still kind of building the foundation? Yeah, they are definitely artists. Um, there's JP the True, 
you're definitely gonna have to listen to him uh Frida K super great um Annalisa Lassett uh Bass Dragon so B-A-S-E Dragon uh Dylan and yeah what happened was um we ended up getting a distro deal with Sony and the Orchard so that was super huge (laughs) you know for us and we're still moving forward with that you know the whole team is super excited about it and I can't wait to see where it goes from here you know like I really love everybody that I've been around and it's really like a huge family now that's the best way to be Mm -hmm. Uh, great well very exciting glad that uh you could turn a bad situation good uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of you know covid and uh yeah love to i hope to hear more from of what your artists are who they are and what they've uh, what they're working on and uh i mean yeah they're definitely more artists to look out for because you know a lot of us are introverted so <laughs> i feel like we can get together and really help you all move in silence pretty much <laughs> But you know what? It's time to make noise now. Like, you know, like, even though you move in silence, you can't move in silence for too long. Like, after a while, you got to let people know, like, okay, I'm here. I make music. It's pretty good. Maybe I should toot my horn just a tad, you know, not yeah, in a cocktail, right. but in a way that I'm proud of what I do. Hey, cause a little ruckus, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it, send me, um, if you have, like, a website or something, send me. Uh, and I'd love to feature it in the description so folks can check out the label and the artists. Yeah, definitely will. Good. My last question for you is, uh, yeah, well, in terms of what you're working on next, uh, what, what's in store? What are you up to? I am working on visuals now. Oh, nice. So, yeah, cool. I'm super excited about that. I actually just did a video so <laughs> stay tuned for that um when I get the dates for that um I'm definitely gonna shoot that to you and let everybody know do that um, yes oh, yeah, yeah. excited that's a whole nother thing that I haven't experienced yet so like I'm super pumped for it now and just you know being able to put out more music maybe another single maybe another project you know it, it's coming it's coming it's in the works right it's in the works just like a mad scientist you know you're just like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah well i'm looking forward to it i think you make great music and uh i uh yeah i'm excited to see the visuals hear more from you soon and uh yeah uh, i appreciate you coming on the show today talk a little bit a little bit about uh what you do and why you do it so well thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure talking to you today you're welcome (laughs) um absolutely uh likewise uh so on our way out i ask everyone the same two things on the way out the first is tay mystique what keeps you up at night what keeps me up at night Hmm. how am i going to grow to be the best version of myself Mm -hmm. you know how how am i going to reach my full potential in life and be happy with the decisions that i've made Right. I don't have too many regrets. Yeah. When you can get to the point where you don't second guess anything, like how you know, like 
you've you're at peace you know mm-hmm. the second question is what puts you to sleep what puts me to sleep well besides food <laughs> right 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 yeah <laughs> oh what puts me to sleep knowing that i'm trying that i'm literally just putting in the effort no matter how big or small i'm just putting one foot in front of the other and just you know letting letting faith take the rest that's right yeah yeah and that's more than you can say for a lot of people that you know never do um for one reason or another but it's great that you are excuse me that you are trying so um and it will pay off i'm feeling it definitely will for you um thank you you're very welcome. For everyone watching, uh, I'll be tagging Tam Mystique so you can check out her music, Go Stream Last Summer, Go Stream Be Without Me, and uh, stay tuned for what she has in store. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time. Yeah.